praise God. We come and say hallelujah. Hallelujah, which is the highest praise. Let everybody that's tuned in right now say hallelujah in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we come. On this Wisdom Wednesday, Father God, to give you honor and give you glory, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, I'm asking that you touch everybody that's watching now in the name of Jesus, Father, and remove any obstructions from their minds, Father God, and, and allow them to empty their cup, Father God, so they could be filled by your word. And use me, Father God, to deliver your word, Father, in Christ Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I welcome, welcome this evening. Mount Moriah family and Facebook friends to another Wisdom Wednesday. We give all glory and honor to God. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. It's, it's a prayer. It's a prayer that the Holy Spirit placed in my heart. And I did a little uh, uh, research upon it. This prayer was published in the early 1900s. And the author of this prayer is his name is Reynold Napier. He was a, a American theologian. And the prayer went as this: it said, Lord, grant me the serenity to accept those things I cannot change, and give me the courage to change those things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. I'm gonna say it again: Lord, grant me. <laughs> the serenity to accept those things that I cannot change and give me the courage to change those things that I can and give me wisdom to know the difference. Now, now when, when Brother Reynolds made this, this prayer and published this prayer, we don't, we don't have any idea what Brother Reynolds was going through, but Anytime somebody goes through something, and we know he was a, a theologian by, by vocation of the, of, the, of the Bible and the Word of God. So we have to think about all the obstructions and the things that he went through to come and for, for this type of prayer to manifest through his spirit. What did he have to go through for this type of prayer to manifest through his spirit? Lord, grant me the serenity. When you, when you say serenity, it means peace. Grant me the peace to accept the things that I cannot change. I'm using my, my spiritual imagery, it, it, especially with dealing with the, the body of Christ. We, we too many times, we try to change people. Hmm. We try to change people, especially in the body of Christ, especially in the ministry. We try to change people because the Lord might have gave us a vision and gave us a mandate on our life. But, but we try to change people. We've got to understand that we can't change anybody. All we can do is influence them. We can't change anybody. The only thing we can do is influence them. The conviction comes from the Holy Spirit. Now, 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 give me the, Lord, give me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. So I, I already know that I, I can't change people. I can't change people. I, I can't change their, their circumstance, right? They, they have to change their own circumstances. But, but Lord, let me be able to influence them by the power of your Holy Spirit. I know I, know I have no power to change them whatsoever. I have no power to change their situation or what they're going through. But Father, by the power of the Holy Spirit, 
me have the ability to influence them. And, all, and he said that in uh, the prayer, it says also the courage to change the things that I can. The courage to change the things that I can. See, a lot of times we run away from things that the Lord places us in, and he places us in a certain situation for us to be an antidote to the disease that's going on. By the gift that he's, he's placed in our lives, he's placed us in a certain situation so we can be an antidote to the disease that's going on. But it says you have to have the courage. Lord, give me the courage to change the things that I can. And by, it's by your power, it's by your power that you, by the power of the Holy Spirit that gives me the ability to change the situation and the circumstance. It always says, Lord, give me the wisdom to know the difference. That's the, that's the operative word. Lord, give me, give me the wisdom to know the difference, to know the difference to the, of the things I, I cannot change and the things that I'm able to change. The things that I cannot change and, and the things that I can change. Let me Give me the wisdom, give me discernment of the things that I, I can change by the power of your Holy Spirit. And we call this prayer in, 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 in the serenity prayer, the prayer of peace, because we get so much unrest by trying to change other people and functioning outside of our assignment. We get so much unrest functioning out of our assignment and trying to change the things that we wasn't ordained to change. We have to ask God. We have to ask the Father. What is the assignment? What would you have me by the power of the Holy Spirit to influence and change? And we can only change by influence. The Holy Spirit convicts. I don't care how hard you, you preach the word. I don't care how, how hard you sweat and I holler, how hard you holler. The thing about it is the Holy Spirit convicts. The Holy Spirit convicts. You are a vessel for the Holy Spirit to use. <laughs> I thank the Lord for putting that prayer in my spirit. Because it's the simple things, the things that we forgot about. That really is relevant in our time. We forget about certain things that pertain to our time, certain prayers that were made by, by certain people who went through certain things. And then the thing is left by them so we can see and have a spiritual understanding of what they might have went through. So we won't be able or we won't have to go through the things that they went through because they left something for us. They left a roadmap for us. They left a blueprint for us. They left something in the sand for us to say, look, this is what I went through, but you don't have to go through it either. This is the prayer that I prayed that, that, that got me through this particular situation. It may help you. Give me the serenity, Lord. Give me the serenity. Give me the peace to accept the things that I cannot change and the courage to change the things that I can and the wisdom to know the difference. 
for my Mount Moriah family. There was something that was said by, by Lady Grayson as she taught this past Sunday in Sunday school. And I want to say this. We all must be students of the word of God. There's going to be something said by the teacher or preacher that's going to jump out at you. Everybody is not going to get the same thing. But I admonish you to be students of the word. It's something that the teacher might say. It's something that the preacher might say that jumps out at you. And a, one word could be a key to your situation. One word can be a key to your situation. You might have been going through, through something and a word is said. Just don't hear the word, write the word. You must be an active listener because when you get that word, all of a sudden you sit on that word and the Holy Spirit gives you revelation on that word. So we all must jot things down and be, be students of the word. Almost like we was in, in school. It's just like being in school. We being taught. So important details that are, are spoken to us or, or, or the teacher speaks to us or they say something to us that, that, that we get the unction that we need to write it down. We need to write it down. We, we, we need to write it down because later on we're going to go back to that word. And then we're going to see that word that was spoken differently because the Lord that took us, the Holy Spirit that took Because now we're able to see the word for what it is. We're able to understand the word for what it is. Write it down. Come back to it. But the word, but the word that was that was spoken. Lady Grayson said, you gain something when you go through something. This might be simple to some, but but this 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 statement has a, a lot of meat in it. it. It says you gain something when you go through something. Now, this is a, a two-part word. We all go through something. We all go and go. We are either we going through something or we went through something or going through something. But the gaining part, sometimes the gaining part can be delayed. We go through something, but sometimes the gaining part can be delayed. <laughs> Why? Why must the gaining part be delayed? See, I'm going to tell you like this. All of our lives, we had control and we chose what we wanted to go through. We chose. Even, even in adolescent phase, when we was in school, we, we chose an elective because we didn't want to go through the other things that others were going through. We want something that was, uh, 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 we chose that was uh, 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 our best interest. What are we going to get out the deal when we choose something? That's the way we look at it. Even in relationships, we choose what we're going to go through and we, what we're not going to go through. We have the choice, so therefore, in some aspect, we have control. But see here, <laughs> when we become servants, uh, servants of the Most High God, we can't choose what we go through. We cannot choose what we go through. So, therefore, what happens when we're going through something that we don't choose to go through, the first thing that happens is resistance. We have resistance. I don't know why I'm going through this. I don't want to go through this, but I don't know what reason I'm going through this. 
But you can't, you can't choose what you go through. We got to understand our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ didn't choose. He was chosen. We got to realize he, he wasn't, he didn't choose. He was chosen for the, the job and the mandate on his life. The word says, you didn't choose me, but I chose you. So when you chosen, you have to go through the, 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 the things that the chosen go through. But the gaining. My wife gave a word for one of the seven sayings. And the title of the word was, it was by a famous uh, artist. Said, sometimes you got to lose to win. Sometimes you got to lose to win. And then I said, well, man, you got to lose to win. Yes, sometimes you have to lose to win because some things are in our life that's hindrances to us. Some things in our life are holding us back. Some things in our life are restricting us from where we need to be or where we're supposed to be and where our destiny is. So when you lose those things, it puts you and sets you free so you could be in the position that God had ordained you to be in. But see, when we lose, we, as, as, as humans, we never want to lose. We never want to lose, especially if we lose something that was a part of us, or something that, that, that was a great pastime, something that was, 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 was we had a good time with our friends that, that we had a good time with, and all of a sudden we lose them or lose a relationship, and we, we lose that. And then we go into this shell. Why, why is everybody, why am I losing this? Why am I losing that? Because you're gaining. You're gaining. See, when you lose all that weight, and I'm going to say dead weight, the Lord is able to position where you're supposed to be positioned. We have to do this, people of God. We have to turn our physical vices into spiritual virtues. We have to turn our physical vices into spiritual virtues. Now, now, what do you mean by that? Let's not go too deep. Vice. What exactly a vice? Vice is something that has a hold on you. A vice is something that has a hold on you, and it's hard for you to break free from it. But the thing about it is, is when a revelation comes is when you find out it's a vice. <laughs> when the Lord takes the, the, the veil off of your eyes and you find out what's holding you and what the vice is, then you could turn that vice into a virtue because the Lord will deliver you and you will be able to get somebody out the same situation that you got out of. Virtue. Virtue. See, the enemy wants to sink you with vices. He wants you to have different vices in your life, but you must all turn your vices into virtues. You're going through something for a reason. In the Bible, it said Jesus learned obedience by the things that he suffered. Jesus, what we say, Jesus? Jesus learned obedience by the things that he suffered. And I want you to see this, that Sacrifice and suffering work hand in hand. Sacrifice and suffering 
work hand in hand. Let me explain why. Because when you sacrifice, when you sacrifice something, nine times out of ten is you sacrifice something that you really want. You sacrificing something. If you're not sacrificing anything that you really want, is not considered a sacrifice. It's not considered. When you fasting and you fasting for those hours, you sacrificing yourself from eating and you go through a point of suffering where your body is saying, I'm hungry, but you stand right there and say, I'm going to remain fasting even though I'm suffering. Sacrifice to suffering. Sacrifice and suffering work hand in hand. When we think about sacrifice, we're thinking about not just carrying your cross. That's just your responsibility as a Christian. But when you sacrifice, nine times out of ten, you're sacrificing against the flesh. You're sacrificing against the flesh. You know, one of those, those relationships that, that they were you in, and you was talked, it was a toxic relationship. It wasn't no good to you, and it wasn't no good to her and y'all, but still y'all had good times, but y'all wasn't going nowhere, and one of y'all had to make the decision that, look, we got to leave this alone because this relationship is not working for neither of us. Yes, it hurt. It hurt. But the sacrifice had to be made, and you suffered. You suffered. Sacrifice and suffering. Work hand in hand. But to gain. The Bible says to lose. Is to gain. To lose the things of this world. Paul said. I'll call it all dung. We all know what dung is. Manure. Everything that I learned. All the different languages I spoke. The education that I had. I was in the royal army. Of the Romans. I call it all dumb to gain Christ. To gain. We have to lose some things to win. But when we get in a position to whereas we fighting the game, we delaying our own game. We delaying our own game. That's a word that's called developmental Delay. Developmentally delayed. This is a, a terminology that psychologists use for, for children who are not functioning at the age they are supposed to function at. Not meaning they have a disability. It's a totally different from a disability and delay. We're talking about delays. Developmental delay. Usually the developmental delay happens in motor skills. Usually it happens in language. And usually it happens in social skills. Sometimes it may happen in all. Now I want you to understand this. And I want you to hear me clear. Develop developmentally delayed motor skills. Are we moving around the body of Christ as we should? Language. Are we speaking the language that we're supposed to speak that the Lord hears us, which is the word of God. Social skills. Are we being a good witness of what God has given to us? Are we witnessing? So body of Christ, we have to get out of the perspective and the mindset of being developmentally delayed and get 
<laughs> on track. We have to level up. We have to get back in, in position. The Lord wants so much for us. But look, I'm going to say it like this. The Lord is saying, you do what I ask you to do, and I will be able to bless you like you ought to be. You do what I ask you to do. See, see, we, we, we always, Lord, bless me with this. Bless me with that. Give me this, Lord. I need this and I need that. But what is the Lord asking you to do? Are you doing what the Holy Spirit is asking you to do? It's just like a child. We're just like children. The parent says, I want you to wash your dishes. I want you to wash the dishes and clean up your room. And then in turn, the child comes back and said, Mom, can I have this? Dad, can I have that? Did you do what I asked you to do? <laughs> did, I, did you do what I asked you to do? Well, until you do what I asked you to do, then you come back and ask me for what you want to ask me for. That's the same thing the Father is doing for us. That's the same thing the Father... Let do what the Father asks you to do. I don't know what that may be. I don't know what that is between you and the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit is just not going to let you sit there if you've been baptized by the Holy Spirit. And you call yourself a blood-washed believer. The Holy Spirit is just not going to let you sit and just take up space. The Holy Spirit is going to place a mandate on your life or a particular gift on your life that you ought to be functioning in. So the Holy Spirit is saying, you do what I ask you to do. Then you will come back and receive what I have for you. Because the Lord says, all spiritual blessings have been given to us. Spiritual blessings. Now, well, we all spiritual blessings have been given to us. But the thing that we need, we need the spiritual blessings manifested in the physical. So we need that release. Function in the will of God. And watch how things function, change for you. Function in the will of God and watch how things maneuver for you. Function in the will of God and watch how things open up for you. Watch the doors that the, the Lord opens up for you. Watch the people that the, the Lord brings in your life. Watch the your deliverance of your children. Watch, watch your family members get saved. Watch the things that might happen because some of us, some of us, <laughs> we're the only tree. We're the only fruit that's on the tree. We're the only fruit that's on the tree. We got a family tree, but sometimes we're the only fruit that's on it. We, we have to be real with ourselves. There's no time to, to feel some kind of way. We, we got to be real. We got to be real with ourselves. Sometimes we have a family tree and we're the only fruit that's on the tree. And we're the only fruit by the power of God, by his spirit, that can help the tree to blossom. So, I tell you, people of God, you gain something when you go through something. Like I said before, we all go through something, but don't delay your gain. Don't delay your game. 
the ways we could delay our gain is not understanding them and the asking God what I need to learn from this situation. What do I need to learn from what I'm going through so I can move on to the next situation? What do I need to lose out of this situation? Because losing sometimes, losing is gaining also. So we have to have the spiritual understanding. Ask God and Holy Spirit for the spiritual understanding that you that you need to, to, to navigate you through the, the situation that you're going on and you're going through. We need the spiritual navigation of the Holy Spirit. We need Holy Spirit, we need you to navigate us through this because we can't see our way. We just don't know Holy Spirit. We need you to navigate us through this maze of life that we're going through, Holy Spirit. And right now, in the name of Jesus, we're inclining our ear to you. We're taking off the spiritual cataract so we can see what we need to see. We're removing our ears from all foolishness. We remove our ears from all foolishness so we can hear your voice. We sprinkle your blood upon our hearts so we be able to feel you and understand when it's time to move and when it's time to go and whether I need to go left or right and what I need to do. Father, in the name of Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit, Father, be with us. Father God, we know we're going to go through things, Father. But we asking you, Father God, that you give us the wisdom and understanding we need, Father God, to go through everything that you have us to go through, Father. Because I know you will bless us in the name of Jesus. Father God, you are blessing us as we go through what we need to go through because you're teaching us. Father, your son Jesus Christ, the word says he went through, he found obedience, he learned obedience by the things that he suffered. Just like Jesus sacrificed, we must make the sacrifices also. But we understand, Father God, sacrifice and suffering goes hand in hand in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. We give you all the honor and the glory. Father God, We everybody that's watching now, right now, in the name of Jesus, Father God. Father God, who's ever going through something that, that's watching now, Father God, I'm asking you to give them the spiritual navigation, Father God, so they can maneuver through the maze in their life, Father God. They'll know what to do and how to do it and when to do it in the name of Jesus Christ, by the power of the Holy Spirit. And right now, in the name of Jesus, we remove all hindrances and obstructions in the name of Jesus Christ, Father. In the name of Jesus, glory to God. We say amen and amen in Jesus' name. Be blessed.